0: Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Hustle Fun Podcast. My name is Aaron Gray, owner and founder of Gray Media and co-host of the Hustle Fun Podcast. This is going to be a solo podcast, just meaning me on the show. We're hosting it from our home today. And today I want to talk about social media and things that you can do to help grow your social. There's a lot of things where I see people kind of stumbling um, and missing the boat. And just opportunity. So I know a lot of people think they need to be on social, but in order to be on social, you got to be using it in a strategic way. If you're just being on there because everybody's on there, you're not going to grow properly. So with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into this. So today we're going to be drinking Propel water on the show. So it's not sponsored by Propel. Wish it was. Propel, if you're watching this, go ahead and throw us a sponsorship deal also new gray media hats just came in. So if you guys want to pick one up, all of the guests on the show are going to be getting one of these hats. So that's exciting. Um, But let's go ahead and hop right into this. So Instagram, let's just start off with that. We won't get into TikTok. We won't get into Facebook. We won't get into any of those social platforms, Instagram specifically. When you first hop on Instagram, what should you be doing? The first thing that I would do as a business owner, like you might already have a primary account. And if you only have a primary account right now, sign up for a business account so you can track and do all of that stuff on there. I know a lot of people who are like, ah, I don't want to post too much. If you're that type of person, have a personal account and have a business account. Don't worry about how much you're posting on your uh, business account because think of it as an ad. It might pop up anyways if you're doing paid traffic. So why do you care if you're posting so much, right? It's going to come up anyways if it was a paid ad. So what I'm saying is don't be afraid of posting too much because more than less, your audience is not going to be too pissed off. And if they are, that's not really you want. And if they are, that's not really somebody who you want following you anyway. So I'd advise you post daily. If you can, if you have that ability, post daily, don't let the haters scare you away. So once you can get to posting daily, then the whole game will change for you. So let's take it back to when you're first starting an Instagram account. When you're first opening up an Instagram page, you want to create a profile photo. So what I like to do is I open up Canva, and when you are opening up Canva, right from the presets area, you can type in Instagram profile photo. It's gonna show you the exact resolution that it's looking for for canva specifically and for instagram specifically so import your logo import your profile photo into that and then resize it in that app and then export it through there i find that usually just exports the resolution in the right quality and the sizing is just perfect for instagram so get a profile photo put it through canva upload it make sure that it's sized properly and it looks good in that little stories area because that's where that profile photo is going to do a lot of um, wonders for you. My logo is pretty bold, so when people see it, they want to click it and they want to watch our stories, and I find that is probably one of the reasons why our stories get as many views as they do. And I'm pretty proud of our view count. We're at about 400 views on average a story, which is really, really good, um, especially in today's society on Instagram. So, on to the next step. The next step when first starting on Instagram is going to be getting into the Instagram bio. You're gonna wanna make it clear. Educate people about who you are, what you offer, what you've done and why they should trust you. So in ours, we have our motto. So it was, we take the creating out of content creation. So it's basically just content. You buy content from a great media. We help you with the planning. We help you with the creation aspect of it. So you're just creating content, basically. So that's really clear and bold. We also would throw in there when we were established, if you were a real estate agent, um, you can also tell people what brokerage you're with, um, how many years you've been in business, where your office is, where your website is, what you're currently selling and pointing it to your link in bio. That's very important to have in your description. Other things is you want to have your location in there. That's huge. Um, for geolocations, most of your business is probably done in person. So make sure that you are... Um, being geotagged so people in your current area can find you because I don't know if you've personally used Instagram or Google search, but when you're searching for stuff, local stuff will come up for you in specific areas. So when I was in Dallas last week, when I was searching things, it would show me Dallas queries compared to if I'm searching something here now in St. Catharines, it's going to show me queries located near me here in St. Catharines. So start geotagging most of your content so people in the right areas are watching it. That next step is going to be actually getting into the nitty gritty link in bio. I like to use a link in bio website. There's Linktree. tree. Um, that's what I currently use. Pay for the premium. Put together a really nice Linktree link to your social medias. Only the ones that you really post on. If you're not really posting to Facebook, don't put it in there. If you post to TikTok, put it in there. If you're posting to YouTube, put it in there. If you post to a Facebook group, put it in there. And then have one more like book a call funnel built into there. And then also link your website, obviously, but put that all on a link in Linktree. So it's a one landing page basically where people can get all of the advice and all of the information on you. That next step that I would say is also pick up a Tappy card. That's a little bonus tip here. Is if you guys can pick up a Tappy card and link it to the Linktree. So when people tap the card to their phone, it automatically gives them all of your social media profiles, all of your social handles, your contact, a little bit of an about you. So people already know who your contact is when they click into it in their phone. It's a little bit of a life hack, especially when you're meeting 10 to 20 people a day. It adds up pretty, pretty quickly. So start adding people to your contacts, start telling people to check you out on social and your social following will start to quickly grow next step is going to be posting. How often should you be posting and what should you be posting? Well, Instagram right now is really favoring the reels content. So I would suggest, Instagram reels and vertical content, short form content. People don't have the attention spans to sit there for a long time, especially for people who they don't know. So a lot of the stuff that's going viral right now is very short. It's under 15 seconds. And most of the time people are like, what am I supposed to produce within 15 seconds? You'll figure it out. Give away advice, educate your uh, viewer, especially if you're a business operator, if you're just a comedian or you're just trying to build an audience, create stuff that your audience would like but if you want to really sell to somebody, the fastest way to build trust with that end user is by educating them. So give away some tips and then a like camera facing setting kind of like this that you'll see in the video format. Um, If you can do this sort of tips and these sort of tricks properly with the right strategy, you're gonna get a lot of views. And with that, hopefully some business will come over time. So all of those views might get you new followers, those new followers need to follow your profile, but they need to watch your content consistently over time, probably for three weeks, depending on what you do. If you have a lot of content already, you can build trust with people pretty quickly. It Sometimes takes me about three weeks for a new follower to turn over and start messaging me. But when I was first starting, it took about six months. So it really depends and it's really um, personal based upon your situation and how much you communicate with people on Instagram. Don't worry about bugging people. Message people on Instagram. That's the best way to start creating business and start to creating opportunities and start creating um mind share as David Greenspan would say, but basically mind share is people thinking of your service and thinking about you, the more you're talking about yourself and the more people you're talking to about yourself, um, the more people are going to start talking about your service. So doing free podcasts and doing content like this, is a great way to start getting in other people's minds all of the time um, because that video is going to be sitting on YouTube forever and you're going to be able to talk to people without really talking. So that's what I like about content marketing. Most people um, don't see that value, but having that value of being able to have 700 pieces of content on Instagram that people can watch while I'm sleeping allows me to talk and build trust and build authority, which is way more value than uh, any currency is to me personally, because I can sell in an inflated market. I can sell in a deflated market because I have the trust with people. So it doesn't really matter how much my product is. I have that trust so I could charge it at whatever the current market price is and people will um, invest into it because people trust me. And that's what a lot of people don't really um, see about branding is Branding will pull you through any sort of market because people are buying into a brand. They're not buying a specific product or not buying a specific time. So if you're just using Buddy Joe as your realtor and it's a scary market like it is today, I'm not going to feel as confident as if I was using somebody like an Andrew Perry or a Rob Golfy or somebody who I know who has been in the business and knows how to sell a house because they have a strategy, they have a process for the current setting, they have a brand that has told me this over the past 12 to 24 months. They're the first people who come to mind, so that's who I'm gonna to go to. Buddy Joe, yes, I might save some money with, but when I'm dealing with the biggest asset, I wanna make sure that I'm using somebody that I trust because they're probably gonna be able to get me more money um, or the best situation for my situation, basically. So really think about that when you're getting into branding it's very important to build a strong brand, an authentic brand, and you can destroy your brand and you could build a brand overnight as well. Um, So just be true to who you are through your brand. And I don't see a lot of people doing that. So if you can do that right now, you'll start 10Xing your business overnight. So getting into content. So getting into content, two of the fastest ways that I would say to get into content would be TikTok and Instagram. Don't really worry about YouTube. YouTube's pretty hard for YouTube to really succeed. You need to have good content. You need to be a good storyteller. You need to be good on camera and you have to be able to do long form content. Most people don't have the attention span to be on camera, don't like being on camera. So YouTube is not a good area for you. Focus on TikTok and Instagram. You can do a lot of candid content and you can do a lot of content where you're not actually even talking in the video and get hundreds of thousands of views that can get you business So let's talk about TikTok. Let's talk about Instagram here. Like I was saying with Instagram, focus on the vertical content, focus on reels. Um, So with vertical content right now, My favorite strategy is the talking head to a camera like this because you can set up a webcam at home, start recording stuff and offloading it to an editing team like the Gray Media Editing Team and start creating um, vertical content that has really cool captioning on it that educates people. The captioning is a really cool strategy because the colors jump around to capture their attention so it keeps them there watching for the whole time. A lot of people are browsing Instagram muted. So having these captions, changing colors and changing sizes keeps their attention even with sound offs. So think about that when you want to create content. Think about creating content that is muted content, if that makes sense. So next time you're thinking about making a video, add subtitles to it so you can reach those people who are using social media silently. Other things that I can add to this is when you're creating vertical content, use the hook context call to action formula. That's my favorite formula. The hook would be Watch this video so you know how to get 100,000 views on your video, context, I explain it in a very easy way where they can go ahead and do it at home and in the next 30 minutes see results with it. If you can show them results right away, they're going to build instant trust with you. And then at the end, throw a call to action. So they might not jump into that call to action right away, but if you built that trust and they copied your action and they saw results with it, they're going to go back to that call to action and follow it because they trust you. So. I might say, go follow my podcast for more content like that. And now they're listening to my whole podcast for more little bangers like that. So that's a little cheat on how to build some trust and authority. Vertical content, otherwise you can do it is being a guest on podcasts or hosting your own web series. A podcast or house tours is one of the two, probably the two easiest ways for realtors to get into the business. Um, think of a podcast as a talk show on the radio. I'm assuming a lot of people have listened to radio talk shows or anybody has listened to radio talk shows. Try to become that person in your area. Build an authority. Start having local businesses on. Think about your audience. Who is your avatar? It's probably your farm area. So start thinking, what are those types of people interested in mass? So the local, um, Delhi, the local businesses, start touring these places, start creating free content in these places, start interviewing these places in podcast format like this, offer them free content. So your content is now being put onto their page. Make sure that this is being done through something called the collaborative mode on Instagram. The collaborative mode allows you to share content that you can post that actually will stitch into their profile as if they posted it. So it's an easy way for you to get in front of audiences. And if you do this strategically, you can get in front of audiences with lots of followers. And this will instantly boost your analytics. And your analytics is basically your Instagram starts to trust you. So if you can get a lot of um, quality analytics right away, Instagram will start trusting you, therefore putting your content out to more people, therefore boosting you in that stories area so you're showing up at the start of the story sections every time somebody's opening up Instagram because they like your content. with stories content, start trying to post, I would say, five times a day. Try to do at least 45 seconds snippets every time you're filming. Um, so in the morning, hey, guys, I'm on my way to an appointment. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm about to do. Now maybe time-lapse with your phone is in the time-lapse feature, you driving there with your phone mounted on your car. Use that video that's now 45 seconds with some sound in a story. Put some sort of caption, maybe some motivational trap over track, put some motivational track over top and put the time and now people know kind of what you're doing at that time of the day It knows people know that you are working. Next, update them once you get to your destination on what you're doing at your destination. Maybe record another time lapse so you can stitch it in before the next talking head scene. Now in the next talking head scene, update them what you're doing now. I'm going for lunch, guys. This is where I'm going to go eat and go to the restaurant and talk about it on the story. And when you're posting it on your story, tag that place. Let them know at the front counter that you're going to be talking about them and tagging them and if they have an Instagram and if they would be interested in reposting and if they are interested in reposting it write that place down on a note make a mental note put it in notion so that you can now know that you can go back there with a professional videographer do a video with them and collaborate with their Instagram profile but make sure that when you're doing this that they have a lot of followers this is the strategic way to see a lot of value coming back from it If you're collaborating with somebody with only a thousand followers, don't see much results coming to your profile. Maybe it's going to be put in front of a hundred people, but if you're being put on a profile with 10,000 people, you're going to be put in front of a thousand people. So think of the 10% rule. So you're going to be put in front of 10% of however many followers, the person you're talking to or the person you're collaborating with is going to be. So that's why podcasts are really cool because you can have local celebrities. Um, Some people know local celebrities in their communities. Some people know local celebrities from their kids schools and stuff where you can have these people on your shows and have these local celebrities on your podcast because it's not going to be valuable to other realtors on social but your goal isn't to make content for other realtors on social your goal is to make content for the parents and for the local, um, neighbors in your area. So they might take interest in this and knowing that this person lives in their area and that they can maybe collaborate with them or play sports with them or have them on their sports team. It might also be a bad thing. So you might get a lot of no's as well. So just ask a lot of people, send a lot of emails. That's a big thing. Um, Can you post pictures and swipeable content? Yes, I would say carousels are probably one of the best ways to post photos. You could post a photo, but I would really say post it to your story and then tag it in maybe your um, story highlight section on your post because the photos are really good if you're making an announcement or if you're letting people know that a new episode's coming out or something. Uh, but for s- photo posts, I would say use swipeable posts where swipeable posts are up to 10 picture slides that are 1080 by 1080 on Canva. You can look it up um, on Canva and they'll have tons of t- different templates and start using um, less words and start using something called the 770 rule. So making your content easily consumable for a seven year old old. Any seven-year-old can understand the content, but easily readable for a 70-year-old. So the text and the fonts that you're using in your your photo, when you're looking at it on your phone, you can read it at an easy glance. This makes it easy for anybody who's going through your social profile or anywhere that your content is popping up, easily readable and easily readable for the consumer. So keep in mind that the average consumer of social media content has the attention span of a fifth grader. So when they're consuming content, they're consuming it in a fifth grader state of mind. So their focus isn't there. So make it very easy to read, make it easy to hook people in, in those first two slides, because something most people don't know is with Instagram slides is Instagram will test the first slide on somebody. And if Instagram doesn't have enough content and saw that your post did pretty well. They g- might show that second slide to that person if that person didn't slide through all of your posts but w- looked at your profile and maybe checked out your caption and maybe checked out your comment session um, and realize that hey that person might be interested in this post but they didn't click on it yet so they're gonna show you that second slide to maybe hook you back in. So make your first two slides of any carousel very high value. That next thing that you can really get into doing In mass, is outsourcing those to virtual assistants. You can be doing that at about a dollar or two dollars per carousel um, and meeting up with a good virtual assistant in Mexico and hooking up with a good team who can outsource these sorts of things. Like Gray Media, um, we have a team in places like Mexico and Panama of graphic designers and video editors. So you can start creating content in mass to put on your social profile um, at a very, very low cost. Like our captioning service for $40, you can have a very heavily edited captioned video like this that a lot of people watch and a lot of people engage with because you can watch it on silent. You can watch it with audio. You can really gravitate to it because of the sound effects and not even because of what's being talked about in the video. So the context if is really good is going to go viral is the goal with um, that strategy. So back to what I was saying, um, all the way back, we'll dial it back to Reels. Um, You've posted your carousels because I've told you guys about carousels. I'd say try to post 10 of those a month. Um, So if you're using a virtual assistant, you're going to be paying about $20 to $50 a month uh, for 10 carousels. Try to post 10 carousels a month um, and have that virtual assistant actually um, schedule those to upload. Try to create reels. You can record them using your iPhone, take the grain media course on how to create content at home, and you can actually easily record content using your iPhone. If you have an iPhone 12 or anything above that, using the front facing camera, using a tripod and using a lighting setting like this, you can get really good video. Um, So using that course, I would highly suggest that. start recording reels, start recording about 20 to 30 of these a month um, and record them in batch. So write down every um, video you're seeing popping up a lot on social Uh, and any video that you are like, wow, that was a lot very valuable to me. um, It'll probably be valuable to your consumer. So you can talk about your thoughts on that specific topic um, in your content for your audience, because your audience has likely not seen that video. So you can share it, in your page. So start thinking that way, start recording 30 reels, start putting out 10 carousels, um, start putting out 25 stories a day. So like what I was saying is a 45 second story is about three stories. So try to put out 25 stories total right by filming about five different times a day on that end of things. Um, That'll get you good on Instagram. Another thing you could do is live stream in a situation like this. I can set up my phone like right here and live stream this directly to Instagram. Um, Instagram really likes live streams because um, it shows that you are using different features on there. Another thing is guides. Guides are a great way for people to for you to guide people through your content. You can put in reels, you can put in carousels and you can hook people all around. Um, So stories, carousels, guides, uh, make sure you're tagging anybody in your posts so that they can repost it to their stories anywhere you're going. You're doing that in your stories, you're also doing that within your posts and you're also using the invite as collaborative tool uh, whenever you're doing a video with any other business or with anybody on social. Other than that, that's basically it. Instagram is pretty simple. Um, I think that everybody should be on Instagram. A quick way for you to grow your Instagram profile is if you you can copy that strategy and keep up with it consistently, the only other thing you need to do to now start growing your Instagram, and this is a secret tip that I usually only tell my paying clients, is um, start engaging with the audience that you're trying to grow. So if your goal is um, investors in... Mm, let's say Buffalo, United States. Well, what I would do personally is I would go into areas where I know investors are living in those areas. So me personally being an investor, I would think, okay, what type of content am I consuming? Now I'm looking at those areas through my mind inside Instagram, looking at geolocations. Okay, maybe doctors could be an investor. So I'm going to look near hospitals and I'm going to start engaging with people who make posts in these areas. And once you engage with enough people um, who look like the avatar that you want on your profile, if you can get like 10 to 15 of them clicking back into your profile every day after you leave a genuine comment, you're gonna start teaching the algorithm. Okay, we want investors looking at Gray Media's profile. He's getting about 10 to 15 people looking at his profile every day. He's putting out really good content and with his current audience, they're liking his content. Okay, why don't we just start suggesting his content now to these types of people and see if it works. So it's kind of, it's kind of using a strategy to hack your growth and to enable you to start growing because you're teaching the algorithm what type of people you want to be in front of. So test that strategy out, um, with hashtags, try to use local hashtags, try to use a mix of big hashtags. You're probably not going to rank on the big hashtags. So don't use a lot of big hashtags. The way that the hashtag strategy works is your post is going to be thrown into a pool of content. That's being used within a hashtag. So if you use a big hashtag like hashtag Instagram, it's going to be thrown into a pool with everybody who's um, posted with that hashtag Instagram. So you're going to be competing against Kim Kardashian, for example, and the likelihood of your content ranking next to Kim Kardashian is very low. So I wouldn't start posting in that area right away. So what I would do is I'm in Niagara, Ontario. So I would maybe use Niagara because I don't know anybody really big and famous in Niagara. So I'm probably not going to rank as high as some of the big, uh, restaurants and all of the businesses in Niagara, but I might rank on the lower list. And as well as there's not a lot of content being posted to hashtag Niagara versus hashtag Instagram. So if you click through the recent section, you can scroll through the recent section of hashtag Niagara Ontario and see posts within the last five days, versus if you're clicking into Instagram and looking at the most recent, you're going to scroll through and only see posts from the last like 10 minutes to an hour. So your, your photo is just going to get lost and your video is just going to get lost in that hashtag pool. So use smaller hashtags when you're first starting out. Use bigger hashtags that have like maybe a hundred thousand posts when you're also first starting out because then your content's going to start ranking really well. If it, if, if Instagram does like it, they're going to start putting it in the top posts of those bigger hashtags that you've also tagged. And then as you start growing, use more of just the bigger hashtags and not those smaller hashtags like, um, Hamilton and Toronto and all of the smaller hashtags, maybe Toronto is a bigger hashtag, but use them as that mid-range hashtag. So you can now start getting on these bigger profiles and, a trick for you now is now that you're ranking in these areas, say you were on a podcast and you want to have somebody who's not just in your niche. So say I want to have a comedian on. If I look up hashtag Toronto Ontario content um, and look in the most recent area and look at the most... Popular area, I'm going to see people who are posted recently in my area and I can send them a message. And the likelihood of them sending a message back because Toronto's not very big um, is very high. So I wouldn't expect it every time, but I've been able to land CFL players, um, musicians, uh, lots of people because people are watching their Instagram account and a lot of people don't realize that. You could talk to big CEOs, um, different opportunities that will start presenting themselves because you're creating opportunity. Um, That's basically it with Instagram. We've gone over the hashtag strategy. We've gone over stories. We've gone over reels. We've gone over posts. We've gone over bios. That's basically it. The only other thing I would say is if you're not creative and you need a team, we have content coaching and what content coaching does is allows us to put pressure on you on using specific strategies where we'll build you a handbook, we'll give you the handbook, we'll put pressure on you, we'll make sure that you're doing so. We'll even call you every week to check up on you. But if you're not putting in the work, you're not going to grow. So what I would say is if you are somebody who is disciplined and who wants to take action, hop on this. If you think social media as an opportunity, hop into content coaching because we're going to put pressure in other ways, not just creating video content. We can help you with just picture content or swipeable content or what to be posting. Or if you want to get into that YouTube long form content, we can help you there too. Um, my backstory is I used to be a YouTuber. And when I was a YouTuber, I had over 80,000 subscribers. I was bringing in over about 5 million views a month, teaching people how to play Grand Theft Auto. So I've been a YouTuber in the past where I've been noticed in real life. And I thought it was really cool, but I'm past that scene. I enjoy teaching people how to do that because my influence is influencing people and in getting into this area because there's not enough people doing it yet. This is my new favorite thing to do. It's working on the process of just getting better and creating better content because I don't think there's anybody that does it better than us. So if you want to start creating stellar content and you want to start creating really good Instagram content and growing your Instagram account, check it out, guys. The new course and the new coaching program is launching next week. It's been Cam. Well, thank you. It's been Cam. Thanks for listening to episode two of the hustle fun project. This was a solo podcast all about Instagram and how to get started with it. This was a little bit of a mastermind, a little bit of a master chat and strategy call that I would have with um, anybody who wants to use our services, but I thought I would just do it here live so anybody can watch this and watch it back. I had a request of watching them in long form videos. I shoot them all in vertical format because I find the vertical format gets more views in the long run. So why not shoot them in vertical? Does it matter? Do you guys care? Do you want me to shoot them in long format? Let me know. I can shoot them both ways as well. So that's been Cam. Thanks so much for listening to this. We'll have a new guest on next episode number three of the Hustle Fun Podcast. I'm not too sure who it's going to be. It's two names for the show, really. It's the Hustle Fun Project, which is the NFT side of things, which we haven't talked about yet, and the Hustle Fun Podcast, which is really the show and what is building the hype and the attention, which we will talk about on an episode when we're talking about podcasting. Anyways, guys, it's been Cam from Gray Media. Remember, the show has been powered by Gray Media. If you want to start creating stellar content, reach out to us at Gray Media. Um, We can help you from anything from creating your brand and partnering and taking over your strategy to just creating content and creating cool videos for you. So if you want to learn more about that, book a call with Green media, it's been cam I'll talk to you guys later. It's been a fun show. Peace out.